Hello, everyone, and welcome to our new podcast series, 10 Themes for Investing for Tomorrow. Now, each month, I talk to an investment expert from Capital Group to discuss various challenges and opportunities for investing for tomorrow. This podcast series is the second such series from Paper Jam and Delano together with Capital Group. And each month, we'll bring you a new topic, so stay tuned. Today's topic is about investing in bonds. Does it still make sense to invest in bonds? And to discuss this, I'm joined by Flavio Carpenzano, who's an investment director at Capital Group based in London. Flavio, it's wonderful to have you with us here. Yeah, thank you very much for inviting me. It's a pleasure. Now, first off, I would love you to give us a brief summary of how bonds work. I know you covered this in Series 1, which is still available on Paper Gem and Delano websites, but just give us a recap. Yeah, no, thank you for asking that because uh, I think this is uh, very useful. Uh, often, <clears throat> fixed income and bonds are perceived as uh, very technical and complicated, and I think there is partly true. Uh, but I think I want to bring this to the basic and think about what a bond is. And if you think from that perspective, it's a relatively straightforward instrument. You lend $100 to a company or a country, and then in the meantime, you receive a coupon as a yield for that. And then at maturity, which can be five years, 10 years, uh, you receive your money back, your 100. So the the mechanism is, uh, is pretty simple. You receive your coupon for lending money, and that's your interest that you earn. Uh, unfortunately, the journey during the life of the bond can be a little bit bumpy and can be a little bit volatile. And the more the world is uncertain, like the world that we live today, the more this volatility uh, can uh, hurt in a way. Uh, but I think it's important if you have a long term view, uh, the bond at the end of the day, you, 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 you invest in, in, a, in, a, in a fixed income bond, government or corporate, and you receive your coupon and you receive your money back unless over the default. Right. Well, as you mentioned, today's world of uncertainty is one where the markets really haven't seen something like this for quite a while. And so I understand what's happening in the equity markets, but I'm still rather surprised by the fixed income market drop. Why is it happening? Yeah, no, that's very important because uh, I think most of us haven't seen such a market for a long time. If you think today, uh, the bond market, take, for example, the US Treasury market, uh, over the last six months at the worst performance in 1973. So you can see uh, how bad the market has been uh, recently. And the, the reason for that is because we are living in a very unique situation or something that we haven't experienced for a while, which is a, a very high level of inflation. As you know, we live over the last two decades or more into a world with very low and controlled inflation. And unfortunately, inflation is not necessarily good for bond. Uh, why? Uh, because if you think about the journey that I was talking before, the volatility that you have, uh, just to bring again to the basic, there is um, usually when the yields, they go higher. So when a central bank increases rates, usually the price of the bond goes down. And this is exactly what's happening today. You have these increasing fears of inflation. Inflation is running very high. Uh, central banks, they were quite behind the curve. What it means is that they didn't acknowledge first this inflation problem. And then suddenly they realized that, yes, we have a problem with inflation is running too high. And so as a result, they increase rates. And so increasing rates, not only massively, but then also in a speed that we haven't seen for a while. So in a just short period of time, yields increase quite fast. 
and the starting point of the yield last year was very low. So you didn't have that protection from a high yield or coupon uh, that could protect this volatility. And so if you think this was the perfect storm, you start from a situation last year with the yields that were very low, central bank, they became concerned about inflation, they increase or they planning to increase rates quite fast. And so as a result, this fast increase in rates result in a bond price going down quite dramatically. And this is why it didn't protect from what happened in the equity market because the equity market sold off also partly related because rates are higher, but also because uh, the, the growth started to slow. So you can see this market has been uh, uh, a perfect storm where there were no places to hide. Yeah, perfect storm is a, a really good uh, description of what's happening right now. And for people who are not experts, you know, and don't have your experience, it's, it's very difficult to navigate that storm. Markets, of course, not exempt from risk. We all know that. And as you've described very well, people are therefore extremely sceptical and they might rely more heavily on cash when they think of safety. But what do you as a professional, as an expert, envisage as, they say, the safe options for normal people right now? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. When uh, we speak to clients all over the world, there is this skepticism about uh, fixed income because they say, oh, bond didn't protect me in the downside in this storm. So maybe I should keep everything in cash. And uh, I think cash actually is, uh, gives a false sense of safety. Because, yeah, if you keep cash on uh, your bank account, you don't see any mark-to-market volatility. You don't see anything. But uh, also you don't see the erosion from inflation. That's and true. when inflation yeah. is high, as we see now, is something silent, subtle that you don't see, but in the long term, you will see. And so if you put in perspective, I'm not saying that, of course, inflation is going to remain at this level uh, forever. Uh, but even if you have an inflation of 2 or 3% per year, if you compound this for 5, 10 years, it means you, you're losing basically money in real terms for keeping money in your bank account. On the other end, when you invest equity or fixed income in a diversified portfolio over the long term, yeah, the, 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 the journey, as I said, can be sometimes bumpy, but over the long term, you have this trajectory of growth or dividend or income that you receive in your portfolio that actually is a way in real terms, provide real money. So the, the, the other question that, like you said, uh, investments are not safe. By, no. by definition, there is a riskiness <laughs> in the investment. So rather than think about, uh, uh, when I look at bonds, rather than think about uh, just safe investment, probably we should think in terms of objective. What's the objective of the portfolio? How long is your time horizon? And then based on these factors, what's your risk attitude? And based on, the, on these factors, you create an allocation. And I think bonds today, they still, despite the skepticism, they still provide the role that they had in the past and they will provide that. And the role, in a way, is this uh, sense of diversification from equity, capital preservation, despite the volatility and more importantly, income mm -hmm. that distribute over time. Again, I'm going to pick up on a very good use of the word objective there. I think it's a really good uh, non-emotional word where you can kind of <laughs> try to pinpoint uh, what you really want out of your investments. Um, so let's just really dig in a little bit to today's market. What do you view as the risks in today's market? I think the, 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 risk, to, the risks today are everywhere. 
we live in a world of uh, full uncertainty and something that we haven't experienced uh, for a while. And the reason why probably we haven't experienced for a while is because uh, we, we, we are coming from uh, 20 years where in a way there was a sort of, um, in technical terms, it's called the Fed put. What it means is like central bank intervention in case of slowdown in economy, uh, turmoil in the, in the market like COVID, you see central banks stepping in and provide liquidity, uh, in, uh, decreasing rates and so on. This safe net somehow uh, today is missing. And is missing because uh, the central banks, they don't have the ability in this environment to provide more liquidity to uh, lower rates because inflation is running too hot. Uh, so I think this is the this is the main risk. We have uh, central banks that are removing liquidity, and so in this environment, uh, actually, this volatility is creating some opportunities. But the active management and security selection and stock selection has become absolutely crucial. Uh, because we come from a period where, you know, where you have plenty of liquidity is like a, a father or a mother. Parents give a lot of money to a kid and you as a kid, you have, okay, I have a lot of cash. I can buy whatever I want. You don't care about price. Uh, and then at some point, your parents say, look, probably we don't have so much money anymore to give you. And so they remove this, uh, uh, the, this money. And you as a kid, you started to look at price. Mm -hmm. And when you look at price, you started to discriminate and say, where is the value? And so we look at fundamentals and so on. And I think from that perspective, as active managers, a capital group, we are very well positioned for that. Yeah, I, I love your analogies there. It's reminding me of my own two teenage daughters right now and their, <laughs> their views on budgeting and uh, and where they, yes, yeah, just as an aside, uh, one of my daughters views me as the World Bank. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, so it was not so far. Your, your analogy is spot on. But uh, I would like to turn it now to, as you mentioned, the opportunities for portfolio builders, because there's always good. When the markets are volatile, there's always a clever way to use that for opportunity. Yeah, no, absolutely. The way I, I, I define this period probably is a short-term pain, long-term gain, because the, the last six months have been very painful for us, for our clients, for all investors, because we haven't experienced something like that for a while. I think the good news, if you look outside the tunnel, hopefully we are getting close to <laughs> the other side of the tunnel or, or the bridge. Uh, the good news is that this uh, fast repricing uh, ended up with yields that are more attractive. So I think nowadays we cannot talk anymore about low yield environment like we talked for the last 20 years. In the bond market now, yields are way, way more attractive. You have uh, yields that uh, high yield bond, high yield corporate bond that uh, behave like high yield. They offer around 8%. You have emerging market debt offer 9 to 10%, but then also high quality corporate bond like investment grade, today they offer a yield between 4 and 5%. So we start to talk about something interesting. And uh, the, the good thing about bonds is that you have a math behind. So the yield, in a way, is a proxy for your expected future returns over the long term. Mm -hmm. And so what it means today that uh, if you have a long-term view and you buy bonds in a diversified way, you might start to have an expected return going forward likely to be around uh, 4 to 5% for high quality corporate bond. If you move into more the higher risky part, like high yield bonds or emerging market, you might start to get about 8 to 10%. So quite interesting. Of course, this is over the long term. The, the journey again can be bumpy and you can have period of volatility. 
but still with a long-term approach and depending on your objective, you can start to have quite interesting return. And of course, Capital Group are always with that mindset of long-term. Now, next month, I'm going to be talking to your colleague, Julie Dixon, about the comeback of dividends at the forefront. So where do you position bonds as part of this diversified portfolio in the context, uh, you know, geopolitical, macroeconomic, the context today? And thinking about uh, the conversation I'm going to have next month with your colleague on dividends. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there will be some parallel of what Julie will describe on the dividend uh, with, with the bond. And I think the parallel is in this world of uncertainty, it's very difficult uh, also for us as uh, sophisticated investors, uh, try to have a baseline scenario. We have a lot of discussion internally in the investment group about the economy, the baseline scenario. And what we see is that the tail, so the the, uh, the other scenario, the, the, they are much more likely, both in a positive and negative way. So in this world of uncertainty coming from inflation, growth, geopolitical risk, uh, you can name it <laughs> for, forever, mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing that anchor your portfolio and your return uh, can be dividend in the case of equity or income in the case of, uh, of bond. And so build a portfolio through, at least for, for bond, through a di- diversified source of income is a way to pay client a coupon. The A is the driver of the return. B, protect you for potential mark-to-market downside that you can see along the journey. And so from, from that perspective, having an income solution can be a good anchor in this environment, but A, you want to have a different source of income from different market, and B, you want to definitely be active and select your issuer, government bond or, uh, or corporate, where you want to avoid the default, of course. Well, Flavio, thank you so much for your time, for your expertise. And to find out more, you can check out our podcasts on investments on the Paper Jam Delano Capital Group websites. You can hear Flavio speaking as he did so in Series 1. And as mentioned, our next episode will cover dividend comebacks. Thank you all so much for listening. This communication is of a general nature and not intended to provide investment advice or to be a solicitation to buy or sell any securities. Statements attributed to an individual represent the opinion of that individual and may not necessarily reflect the views of Capital Group or its affiliates.